Hello all my local guys and gals and long distance pals, we're back. So 1040 window, it's 10 degrees and 40 degrees north of the equator. It's a rectangular area. In that 1040 window is the 90% of the world's poorest of the poor. This is where missionaries should be going. This is where missionaries should be going. This is where missionaries should be going. Do you guys know how many gods they serve in India, as in Hinduism? 330 million 330 gods. million gods. Now, can you give me those in alphabetical order? And that's the problem when we went to India. Oh, sure, we'll accept Jesus along with all the other gods. See, their gods are all dead and gone. We have to say our God is still living. We can have relationships. I'd say, why are you serving a dead God? Was, was actually a missionary and she went to Haiti when I was 10. The night she came back, something happened and I never told anyone, I never told anyone um, for 10 years because I was 10 at the time and we started talking about it when I was 20 and I said, oh my gosh, I know exactly the night you're talking about. So she went to Haiti and there's witch doctors who practice voodoo. Well, they were throwing money down on the street and there's poor poor kids begging everywhere. She said there's this little boy with his stomach was swollen, his hair was orange from malnutrition, um, and no one was picking up this money from the witch doctor. Everyone was afraid. So my mom went over, picked up the money, handed it to that little boy. The witch doctor came over and beat the little boy with a stick, and he said all this gibberish to her, and she was like, oh yeah, whatever. She went back to their little mission house that night and got so sick. Then she ended up coming home like the next day. When she came home that night, she felt this presence. She was in bed and she felt this presence outside the house. And she was like, oh my gosh, what is this? I feel like there's somebody outside. Like there's somebody outside. Well, then she said she felt like somebody was in the house. But she was so frozen, she couldn't, she said she couldn't scream, she couldn't, like, hit my dad who was in bed beside her. She didn't know what to do. And she just laid there, and this, this image came, this dark image. The room's dark, but you know how, a, a dark room, but you can still see something else that's even darker, a silhouette. This broad, big-shouldered, huge person is what it looked like to her, walked into the room and just stood there. That all she she couldn't even speak. She was she was petrified, and she knew in her brain to say Jesus just in her mind. And when she did, it fled. Okay, that same night when I was ten, I saw that being. I was laying in bed, and my door was open. And I always kept my door open because you know you're ten. You you holler at your mom, mom. You know I need water. I need. So I you know it was a, it was a routine that I'd holler at them. Well, I saw this being that was huge, tall as the door frame, just pacing, walking so slow by my door, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, for hours, I could not scream for my mom. I wanted to scream so bad and I couldn't. And all I knew to do was put the, put my cover over my head. My grandfather went to Haiti on a mission trip as well. The witch doctor comes out, comes down the hall, goes down the stairs, comes right to my grandfather, and was never touching the floor. 
He levitated the entire way. He levitated the entire way. 